DJ Bongo Boy. My name is MC Zirconium. Welcome to this particularly noisy edition of the show entitled Hiss. Yes, it's hiss. It's not just we're going to be covering hiss, and we're also going to be covering uh, the world of muffly, slightly distorted pops and crackles and well, the stuff that's normally left at the edge of music but we're going to bring it to the fore for this stuff particular show under the, under the pillow under in fact you pillow. might want to get a pillow that you can uh, <laughs> nestle up to and, and uh, yes. you can adjust the muffliness of the show by you putting can. the pillow over your head if it's not muffly enough for you <laughs> And amongst all of the uh, hiss and uh, general muffliness this week, we do, of course, have MC Zirconium and his Unnecessary News. That's right. Welcome to the Project Moonbase Serenity Hub, Nail Salon and Reanimation Emporium. <laughs> I regularly get reanimated. It's a great process we have here. Very invigorating. <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, launch into this week's show by playing a track which I guess falls into the slightly under the covers. We're going to get you in gently for this experience uh, that this I was delighted to be reminded this week of the existence of an album by Mordy Lay and the group Modular which is essentially a band put together by Marky Funk we have mentioned him before because he does a great uh, podcast called the Modular Show uh, coming out of Israel one of possibly the only retrofuturistic podcast coming out of Israel but if there's more do please let us know I imagine there are quite a few <laughs> could well be but he has this uh, he does have a band as well called Mordy Lay and the group Modular and uh, they released uh, I think possibly the debut album album in 2012 entitled The Mystery of Mordy Lay, who is uh, apparent, allegedly the, the main musician of the band, but I think is a somewhat elusive character. And the whole album has a, a wonderfully retro feel, and we're going to kick off by playing a track from it called uh, Mystery One. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Joel van Drugenbroek with a uh, track called Oil Tankers from the 1981 album Industrial Retrospect, mm. which is a great album. Uh, we're looking on Discogs and they have a nice note yes. about it which says dramatic industrial sounds illustrating the development of heavy industry from the beginning to success or to ruin. <laughs> yeah. Not quite I sure which it. of those that was. Actually. I felt it. And you pointed out the drumming, which was particularly excellent, wasn't it? <laughs> it was... I don't know. It, it's... It, it's almost like the sound you would hear at two o'clock in the morning when you're just about, you know, you're, you're trying to drift off to sleep and your neighbours come in and start doing some dramatic industrial sounds illustrating <laughs> the development of heavy industry from the beginning to success or to, to ruin next door. You're like, oh, not again. <laughs> yes. It's a bit late for the industrial was, yeah. uh, sounds illustrating the development of heavy and industry. That, <laughs> that was a track called Oil Tankers. Well, I'm not, and it was very kind of mellow. Uh, evocation of oil yeah, tankers. Yeah, he seemed pretty relaxed about <laughs> oil tankers, didn't he? Yeah. And before that, Maudy Lane and the group Modular with mm. uh, Mystery One, which is splendid, pretty pretty darn good, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, maybe a, maybe from a tall... Israel. That's right, yeah. Uh, we don't get a lot of uh, no, music from Israel. Possibly unique again in that respect. The only musicians in is Israel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think right. there might be a few more. <laughs> But uh, we'll do, we, we should probably do some research before yes, we make we such to, a yeah. lazy assertions. Maybe we should maybe do an entire show. Maybe we should make a, do a show about Israel. Maybe that's a bit controversial. Anyway. <laughs> this is the Project Moonbase podcast, a weekly show you can download from our website. More details about which are shortly. But if you want to find out when the new show is out, you should probably go and follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Project Moonbase. And not only do we tweet when the new show is out, but you, we also tweet other exciting tidbits of information during the weekend of course you can at us as well through that medium to tell us recommend things to us and tell us about stuff if you do want to find out more about the music we're playing and the news stories though please go to our website yes head on over to projectmoonbase.com where you'll find everything you need to know about the show and how to contact us you'll see a list of all tracks we play and links to where you can find them on amazon and itunes and while you're on itunes please subscribe review and click five stars we really appreciate it and it helps us bubble up and uh, maybe get a few more listeners mm. Project Moonbase is a listener-supported show, so if you are thinking of making a purchase on Amazon, you can do us a big favour by going to projectmoonbase.com and visiting the Amazon link in the top right-hand corner, or as we have said on previous shows, maybe bookmark that link as well. So you don't even have to go to our website uh, in order to make your purchase. It doesn't cost you anything, it's entirely anonymous, and it keeps us in pillows. Thanks to everybody for listening and recommending us to your friends. If you enjoy the show, you can make a tiny but perfectly formed donation if you go to projectmoonbase.com from as little as a pound a month. What can you get for that? Nothing. But we can put them all together. And eventually, you know, due to compound interest, if we wait long enough, we might be able to get a packet of biscuits. <laughs> That's the dream. That's the dream. And thank you for your attention. Uh, now back to back to the world of uh, under the covers and hiss and this there's a fair bit of hiss on this next track you'll be glad to know. I should hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, um, I'd like to return this podcast. But there's not enough hiss on it. <laughs> we haven't had that much here so far, but we're going to get some now. I can assure you. This is we're going to revisiting a project we have visited before, uh, previously in the form of the hilariously wonderful Como Carousel, which we will be coming to again later on in this show. But um, that same project, which is a project called Tape Findings which you can get to at sweetthunder.org, but there'll be a link on our website too, uh, was a project, I don't, sadly I don't think it's running anymore, but there was a, a project that went on for about 100 and, over 120 weeks uh, where the curators of the website would post some tracks they'd found on tapes that they'd picked up in thrift stores or garage sales. More, and not, um, you know, not commercially released stuff, but stuff that people had recorded at home or 
you know, executives maybe <laughs> discussing a sales strategy or what have you. Um, but uh, this next uh, track comes from the B side of a tape which has some kind of C- a collection of CB radio <laughs> uh, recordings on the A side. But this is a, a selection of recordings of an amateur home organist. <laughs> Which is quite wonderful, and, and even more wonderful for us, but there's a nice little medley uh, involving two of our favourite theme tunes, the theme to 2001 and the theme to Star Wars, <laughs> Bru- brought together rather beautifully in the hands of this unknown organist. And if you recognise the organ stylings of this next track, do please uh, get in touch, we'd love to know who this is.
And that was, of course, a medley of 2001 and Star Wars from The <laughs> Unknown Organist. Mm. Week 32 of uh, Tape Findings. Yes. Splendid, wasn't it? Mm. That, that was great. very atmospheric. <laughs> I like the sort of insistent Bon Tempe <laughs> drum beat. All the way through. Unnecessarily going through the Which rather thing. nicely slows down for the second tune <laughs> for a nice leisurely version Even of Star more Wars. Even <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I don't know what genre you would put that in. <laughs> Because it's not even it's not even nightclub, is it? It's not, not even really, like a, no. It's kind yeah. of home nightclub, lounge nightclub yeah. in your front room. Down, down tempo, bon tempo, bon tempi, bon yeah. tempi, down tempo. Who knows? There is another track on uh, the week thirty-two of tape findings with a sensitive version of feelings. I am <laughs> just I'm, I'm tempted just to say we should run straight just into play that. that now. Feelings. Mm. It's a great. That is a great album. Two thousand and one, <laughs> Star Wars medley, and then feelings. <laughs> Ladies need. and gentlemen, that's what you need. That is a nightclub, isn't it? Mm, I'll be here all night. <laughs> a fat man in a ruffled shirt and a big black bow tie I'll be on in a minute after I've done my version of feeling. I like to think he's got an organ which rises up from the, through the lounge floor as yeah. he plays it. So but not really kind of jerkily. Like there's, <laughs> like, there's a, like there's a little kind of ragamuffin cycling on, under the stage, kind of <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it to rise up. And he's a bit of a fat man. <laughs> Come on, cycle faster! <laughs> a whole visual element we're missing, sadly, to that recording. But uh, that is amazing. It was, it was great. And uh, yes, as I say, we'll be returning to this great project later on in the show for another exciting combo carousel selection. And if you are the unknown organist <laughs> and you just happen to be listening to this show, <laughs> you know, Twitter us, Please say do. hello. And yeah. if you're not the unknown organist, or if you just want to claim to be the unknown organist, <laughs> just Twitter, tweet Please to do. us. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. <laughs> Uh, Now, dear listener, it is time for us to climb under the duvet of unnecessary news. Now, this is a Brazilian murder plot. A man accuses his wife of poisoning him. Nervous listeners, or listeners of a delicate delicate disposition, might wish to stick their fingers in their ears and go, (laughs) blah, 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 during the course of this. (laughs) Starting now. A man accuses his wife of attempting to poison him using her private parts. (laughs) Yes, a Brazilian man has accused his wife of trying to kill him by putting poison in her lady parts (laughs) and inviting him to, well, you know... (laughs) The man, identified only as a 43-year-old, realised something was afoot when he noticed a strange odour coming from his (laughs) wife's private parts. Concerned, he took her to hospital, whereupon she confessed to the nefarious plan. <laughs> I like the way this is uh, well, the wording is great. Written. It? It's very sort of Agatha Christie. <laughs> Meet me in the drawing room. <laughs> Have you poisoned your private parts, madam? <laughs> Test apparently revealed the woman had placed enough of the unnamed poison <laughs> in her lady's area to kill both her and her husband. Oh, both her. She mm. was going down too. Okay. She received medical treatment, although some sources claim her husband plans to sue her for attempted murder. <laughs> the incident was reported to police where the officer, Walter Colaccino Jr., has ordered further investigation of the unusual nature of the case before action is taken. I like the fact it's unnamed poison. This is yeah. presumably to protect the good name of innocent poison everywhere. <laughs> it's difficult to know what to say to that, isn't it? It's an odd way to try and lure somebody to their death. <laughs> Especially as you would also, it would also involve taking you out as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly strange. Anyway, dot, 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 Brazil. 
It's very hot in Brazil. I can only imagine it must be something to do with the heat. Yeah. In other news, James Joyce is a surprise hit in China. <laughs> Recently, a 150-year-old French history book, Alexis de Tocqueville's The Old Regime and the French Revolution. I've read that. Oh, very good. Oh, good for you. He, he's recently become a surprise hit in uh, China. Now we have another unexpected bestseller. A new Chinese translation of Finnegan's Wake, a book renowned for its complexity, has sold out its initial print run of 8,000 copies. How many millions of people? I was going to say, there's not that China. many copies. Of these. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it sold out in three weeks. It's the first mainland Chinese edition of James Joyce's 1939 novel, which took the Dublin-born author 17 years to write. Lazy! <laughs> it took translator Dai Kongrong of Shanghai Fudan University eight years <laughs> oh to turn word. Joyce's complex stream of consciousness <laughs> into Chinese. You should have written your own book. Eight years! <laughs> This is the Shanghai People's Publishing House. They describe the success of the book as being totally unexpected. Yeah, I bet it was. Although the highbrow novel has been uh, an unpredictable commercial success in the market, in which books like Planet vs. Zombies is a bestseller, <laughs> not everyone is happy. Zhang Zhaoyong, a professor of Shanghai University, was quoted as saying, Joyce must have been mentally ill to create such a novel. <laughs> You're welcome, China. <laughs> Steady on. And finally... St. Peter's Church in East Sussex, England, has found a novel way to fund its repairs, selling CDs with the sound of silence recorded inside the 800-year-old house of worship. It's the churchy sound of silence. That's 800-year-old silence. 800 years of vintage <laughs> churchy silence. The 30-minute recording features only muffled sounds like squeaking pews, the soft footsteps, the sound of mice... <laughs> Running around. Church mice. The hum of distant traffic has provided a hit, not only for local parishioners, eager to contribute to the repair fund, but also lovers of peace and quiet from countries <laughs> like Germany, Austria, and even Guyana. <laughs> it seems that chill-out music... Chill-out music. Must be the worst sub-genre of oh, drivel yeah. ever created. My eyes are closing over. Oh. Even just the words, chill out. <laughs> hey, man, what kind of music is this? Chill out music. There's nothing makes me angrier than the, the two words, chill out. Just one of the reasons I was kidnapped and sent to the moon. <laughs> chill out music doesn't cut it anymore. People have such busy and noisy lives that they often feel the need for silence. But if you're in a loud environment, you can't just put on well, silence, can you? I was going to say, it'd be great to if you could put it on and it created silence. It created silence, yeah. Then I, <laughs> then I would be buying that too. There are a few noises here and there. If it was total silence, people might get bored, said one of the one East Sussex churchgoers. He's on the ball, isn't he? Those who've bought it have enjoyed it. So there we go. But the question is, what are they going to do for the difficult second album? <laughs> <laughs> Have they got a crypt? <laughs> because, you know, oh, yes. that's obvious, isn't it? Sounds of the crypt. Mm, little, yeah. little sound of ghosts yeah. shuffling about. <laughs> Lovely. You have been used. <laughs> Gallimfrey. Thank you, Mrs. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For that silent selection of news stories, there'll be more later on in the show. Now, back to the theme of this week's show. We're going to move slightly in the direction... Well, there's going to be a fair bit of hiss on this next track, but most importantly, crackle. Crackly crackle. <laughs> Any pop? 
Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. His crackle and partner. What His are crack- we missing? <laughs> snap. Some snap. <laughs> Did he, he left the band. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Went off inside his own band. He's, he's now he's now he's in South America relaxing with Nazis. <laughs> this next track uh, was a suggestion made by um, one of our followers on Twitter, Ewan Keen, which is in response to us asking in a recent podcast uh, whether anyone had any suggestions for tracks for a show about hiss. And uh, Ewan Keen identified this next artist, an artist I have been familiar with for a while, but never thought uh, to really listen to in any great detail. An artist called The Caretaker who I think um, takes his inspiration and probably his name from uh, The Shining, uh, the haunted ballroom, of course, in The Shining. Um, and it certainly does evoke, his music does evoke that uh, rather spooky atmosphere. Oh, really? Because I, th- I sort of thought it might be that film, The, the Caretaker, by... Oh, it could be that with, too. ...with uh, Donald Pleasance. I'm not sure exactly where he, where he gets his name from, but I just kind of thought it might be... And it's very creepy. So, yeah. Um, but there's a, haunt, there's, a whole, there's a kind of haunted ballroom theme... <laughs> to the lot of what he does and we're going to play a track from a truly splendid album of his called um, An Empty Bliss Beyond This World <laughs> which has some truly great track titles uh, <laughs> of uh, kind of dark uh, ghostly hauntedness go on give us a couple for example The Great Hidden Sea of the Unconscious mm-hmm. been there <laughs> Mental Caverns Without Sunshine <laughs> yeah I've been there too <laughs> We are going to play a track called Moments of Sufficient Lucidity. Never uh, been there. <laughs> and uh, really, really, truly wonderful music. And if you, if you, what I like particularly about uh, the Caretaker's work is that a lot, I think pretty much every album is released, you can get on vinyl. So, so all of these crackles and pops you're about to hear in the, in the digital version of this recording can be had on vinyl too, with, with of course, the addition of vinyl's own crackle on it's going to grow and gonna, become gonna, even more crackly gonna, in time we yeah, probably recommend you play the route the album with a really bad needle yeah <laughs> just uh it's gonna it's gonna it's meta crackliness it is that's, that's exactly got. what it is in time you won't be able to to know the intended crackles from the unintended crackles <laughs> what, a, what a wonderful project oh, a lifetime's uh, project to embark weird i've just broke <laughs> i've just broken my own brain <laughs> Thank you. 
That was the delightfully muffly sound of uh, Wobot with mm. the track called Daisy Chain there from mm. an album called Wobot. Uh, a gentleman also known as Matthew Ingram. Yes. Who were uh, strangely also connected to the previous track, The Caretaker, because they've both done sessions for Johnny Mugwump, which is Yes, he, has, nice. he does a show called Exotic Pylon, I'm sure many of our listeners will know, and they've both done sessions on his show, which I'm sure will still be downloadable from the Exotic Pylon website. The Exotic Pylon website is kind of like our more successful sibling, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's like an older brother who's better than us. <laughs> we should probably mention that we've done a set for the for Exotic Pylon too. Oh, that's true. In days gone by. Yes. We ought to link that somewhere. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is indeed the Project Moonbase podcast, a weekly show uh, where we try to bring you... The historic sound of the future! <laughs> we do, as you can hear on this very show. Yes. And we're going to continue that by travelling into the recent future, or in fact, the, 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 near, the near now. A brand new release on cassette tape. Oh, yes. From our friends uh, Field Hymns. Uh, if you tune into PMB 46, our cassette special, we played some stuff on Field Hymns, and I think they've very kindly blogged about us in the past, but they've uh, they've been releasing a steady series of tapes. Uh, but you can also get uh, the music on those tapes uh, in download form too. And we're going to play a little excerpt from uh, the latest release, uh, which is by an Italian called Michele Iscariot, who records under the name, rather delightfully for the show, of No Dolby. <laughs> And his latest tape is called uh, Inception Slash Aftermath, and that's because it's two tracks on the A-side, Inception, on the B-side, Aftermath. And uh, they're both getting on for 20 minutes long each. We're going to play the closing moments of uh, Aftermath uh, just a few minutes from that because it's a rather lovely little bit of analogue synth action. If you want to hear the entire luxurious piece, you can buy the tape for a mere $6 or the album, or you can download it for the same price as well. There's only 100 tapes, so you're going to be quick on the action there to get one of those. It's got a very nice uh, cover as well. Yes, it's orange. It's mm, probably worth another example where it may well be worth getting the cassette just to enjoy and drink in that beautiful graphic design they have going on there at Field Hymns. But this is, as I say, the, the last uh, few minutes of Aftermath. Thank you. 
That was the delightful, uh, twinkly closing mm. uh, moments of Aftermath there from No Dolby from the album Inception slash Aftermath. And, uh, yes. It's a good that, wasn't it? Brand new as well. That just, and, uh, again, though, delightfully for us, doesn't sound like it's brand new. <laughs> it's so futuristic, that's what it, that's what it <laughs> that's is. That's right. What would you do to that, do you think? What would you do to that music? I think I would hover a few inches off the ground to that, and mm. maybe in a lotus position. Perhaps giving people a quizzical look. Mm. <laughs> As I hover along the road, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yes, good. Let's do that. <laughs> this is the uh, his special of Project Moonbase, where everything has a slightly hissy or crackly or under-the-pillow quality. We'll be returning to that world very shortly. But now, dear listener, it's time to put on the earmuffs of Unnecessary News. Taiwan just opened the very first Barbie cafe in Taipei. Mattel <laughs> has actually licensed the restaurant. That's the owner of Barbie, in case you're interested. We picked Taipei because theme restaurants are very popular and successful there. We are very confident that the Barbie cafe can promote our brand image, said the amazingly named Iggy Yip, the senior manager in Mattel's customer products division in Greater China. Rhiannon Williams, editor of the feminist website The Vagenda. Now that is a portmanteau, ladies and gentlemen. Can you guess? Can you guess how it is made up? (laughs) Yes, The Vagenda magazine commented on the uh, the cafe, quote, I cannot imagine anything less pleasant and more nausea-inducing than a Barbie-themed restaurant, she said. Really? Not only because I prefer low-impact environments. (laughs) What do you like? Well, I like low-impact environments. Oh, do you? Yeah. She says, none of the major food groups are pink. For a reason. Mm. What about Blamange, eh? You silly person. Angel Delight. Angel Delight. Strawberry. Strawberry. But also because Barbie's an outdated model of stereotypical femininity. It needs to die a death, she says. Rihanna, I cannot imagine anything less pleasant and more nausea-inducing than a Barbie-themed restaurant. I get it, you don't want to go there for dinner. But uh, you might want to take a look, you know, just flip through a book on history or something, because there are a few a few things that are more unpleasant than that. American Idol. Cauliflower. Anyway, you're a little bit of an exaggerator. Of course, it's all going to be Chinese Barbies. Yeah. Which, I don't know why that makes me laugh. I think that makes me happy. Anyway. Are Chinese Barbies shorter than Western Barbies? I don't know. Not if they wear heels. <laughs> Romanian ads encourage immigration from Britain. <laughs> you may remember a British ad campaign which discouraged immigration from Romania and Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Mm, that peeved Romanians and Bulgarians. <laughs> and they have responded with their own ads which encourage Britons to immigrate to Romania. This is hilarious. That nation, the author of the website uh, claim, is a land filled with beautiful women, <laughs> lovely roads, and... Lovely roads? Lovely roads, I know, it's odd. And palatable food. Here are some of the lines from the headlines from the posters. Our air traffic controllers have seen snow before, and they were unimpressed. Ooh, Ouch. We don't have a congestion charge here. We believe congestion is punishment enough. Half our women look like Kate, the other half look like her sister. I don't know what that means. Bash, bash. But still. We have the most beautiful road in the world, according to Top Gear. Straightforward. 
Our draft beer is less expensive <laughs> than your bottled water. Oh, ouch, ow, kapow. <laughs> that last point has sold it for me. Hasn't it? Yeah. We serve more food groups than pie, sausage <laughs> and fish and chips. Hey, hey, <laughs> Romania. By all means, not the congestion charge. Knock our women. But leave fish and chips. Out all right. Some things are sacred. How about a bit of immune perfume? <laughs> immune perfume? Each person's immune system influences their natural scent. Mm. Apparently, the stronger the smell, the more potential partners <laughs> you tend to attract. Mm. Well, that sounds like B.O., doesn't it? He stinks. I love him. A new study is looking at ways to fabricate the uniquely human <laughs> scent and add it to bottles of perfume. That way, we'll all have a better chance of finding our soulmate. <laughs> Apparently. Yes, the ideal match to our specific immune fingerprint, which is known as a major histocompatibility complex. Oh. Ew, hello. Major histocompatibility complex, yeah! <laughs> University of California researcher Christina Davis studies how body odour relates to a person's immune status. Davis says that how we smell could give others clues about our long-term compatibility, which is important because some people have incompatible immune systems. If that couple procreates, their children could explode! <laughs> the team created synthetic versions of portions of MHC molecules. That's the major histocompatibility complex. All right, okay. The 22 women apply four different versions of the perfume. The consciously detectable smell was identical in all the perfumes, but one contained an MHC-like molecule similar to those produced by their own immune system, while the others had a foreign MHC <laughs> smell. Foreign? Foreign. <laughs> Probably Romanian. And women, I don't know, women who, who didn't have colds and didn't smoke consistently preferred to wear the mixtures that smelled like their own immune system. There were four sort of these immune system smells mm. and all the women picked out the one, wanted to wear the one that smelled most like their own immune system. Yeah. So they ended up smelling that themselves. But more so. <laughs> Even more. It's like you, but more. <laughs> the idea is if we could more clearly broadcast our sense with the help from these synthetic immune chemicals, maybe more of us could end up with comparable mates. <laughs> Hello. I live with my mother and I stack shells in a supermarket. <laughs> That's really going to help you find a soulmate, isn't it? Yeah. Or, um, I'd like a bottle of IT professional with an unusual hobby, please. Can I have that with a hint of hermit? <laughs> Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I think I prefer the smell of somebody a bit more successful. <laughs> I want to smell like Richard Branson's armpit. <laughs> and I want it now. <laughs> anyway, you have been used. Conflagration. Thank you, Mrs. Cunningham. Thank you, sir. For a particularly olfactory selection of new stories. There'll be more next week's show. Now, dear listeners, as promised, we're going to return to this uh, tape findings project and play another track from the, this tape, which we have played tracks from before, but rather helpfully, there's a, quite a selection of tracks from this recording of the Como Zoo carousel. And this is a rare example in the project where we know who recorded uh, this particular selection of tunes. It's uh, The tape was supplied by a gentleman called Ned Hurley, who submitted this uh, recording that his dad made when his father heard that the Como 
zoo carousel was going to be undergoing some re- refurbishment work. It says uh, it was going to be put out of service. I thought that was a sort of euphemism for some sort of lethal injection. <laughs> they kind of lured a, the kind of we- a wheezy carousel into yes. a garage, That's and then right. somebody in a surgical mask with a large <laughs> syringe was going to. <laughs> because before the refurbishment uh, took place, it was making a rather. I think actually we would all agree the much more entertaining kind of sound. Really. Delightfully wheezy and squeaky. I mean, it's insane, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> mad. It is demented. I don't understand why anybody hearing this would not think, wait a minute, we need to prepare the world. Something amazing has happened. People need to hear this. They would have more, surely they would have, it would have been more of an attraction in this state than in the refurbished state, I yeah, would think. Yeah, I would think so. It's, it's, it's like the... Uh, Greek ruins were, were more important than the buildings while they were while they were in you know in one piece. Yes, that's right. You get that kind of. Mm. It's on that scale, actually. It's like a. It it's is. Like a... It's like a majestic ruin. <laughs> we have in previous shows played uh, seventy six trombones and Moon River, uh, both of which you can find in the Project Moonbase archive. And perhaps we should mention that all shows can be downloaded from the website. Uh, there's only 100 on iTunes, is that right? There's a limit. Yeah, I think the iTunes limited you to 100. So if you think, you know, you've been hard done by, because there's only 100, <laughs> only at least like 100 hours of free shows, you can go to projectmoonbase.com and you'll yes. find the remainder of them there. Or yeah. you'll find all of them there. Yeah, we'll you'll find, find the, the hidden ones. The uh, ones that iTunes wants to keep from you for some reason. <laughs> Because they're just too good. So the other place you can find them all is, uh, well, hopefully by the time the show goes out, is on Mixcloud.com. Uh, we have uh, we have all of our shows up there too. So if you just go to the either of those sites and search for Como Carousel, you'll find uh, the necessary resources. <laughs> but uh, we're going to uh, play another track now, which is uh, that Tom Jones classic, It's Not Unusual. Thank you. 
And that was, of course, the unmistakable Como Zoo Carousel there, <laughs> wheezing its way through It's Not Unusual. I think it made it its own, didn't it? Can we say better than the original? I think we can. <laughs> My goodness, if that, it's nourishing, isn't it? It is, yes. Vitamin Carousel. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, we've got, uh, we've got a treat from you. We've got a little nugget coming up. And we this whole show has been... Uh, predicated on the notion of hiss crackle <laughs> we've got a track here oh. which coming up uh, which is entirely made of hissing mm. and don't let that put you off no. somehow this has been twisted into a a, a funky hiss based nugget <laughs> it's uh it's, i think it's the danciest song <laughs> made uh, from white noise never made from from white noise where was the white noise conjured from this is this next act is uh, an elusive accent, but we do we are familiar with the chief scientist of this next uh, ensemble. He's keeping his identity under wraps for um, scientific reasons. He's uh, he has informed us that the uh, the source of this the sound that you hear in this uh, next tune, all of it, all of the source material came from an Arturia mini brute analog synthesizer. I'm delighted to say that there are people out there still making new, brand new analog synths. This is a synth that came out last year, for example. Goodness, is that allowed? <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, so the, everything you hear on this next track did originally come from noise. It's been filtered and mucked around with a bit, but um, it's white noise in, in origin. And the track is called uh, White Asbestos from an upcoming album <laughs> called uh, The Old Man's Tapes, Volume 1. <laughs> and uh, there'll be a link to Bandcamp if you go to projectmoonbase.com yes. where you can listen to it again. And I and believe download it for free. Free! Yes. So uh, prepare yourself for white asbestos. You should probably wear a mask. <laughs> Thank you. 
was the elusive AMS there with a tune called White Asbestos. And as we said, you can, you'll can you be able to get that for free if you go to projectmoonbase.com and navigate your way down to the appropriate icon. Uh, the show this PMB 115, if you're a future archaeologist trying to track the show down in the extensive archive, which possibly by the time you listen to the show might be in the thousands. <laughs> uh, we're going to leave you with a brand new single. Um, which has just come out um, by uh, Stephanie Franciotti, uh, who's actually recorded under the name of Sleepover. Um, Unusually, she has the infinity symbol between the words sleep and over. I'm not quite sure what that um, what that's all about, but um, she's just released this uh, two-track uh, single, as it were. And we're going to play, I suppose, what would be called the B-side, track two. It has a lovely uh, muffly sound quality to it, which is lovely to hear. It's on Hippos in Tanks record label. And again, you can go to projectmovies.com and purchase this for yourself should you enjoy it. I have been DJ Bongo Boy. I hope you have been feeling snug and muffly on this week's show. I have been MC Zaccantium, and I hope you uh, have enjoyed the white noise. But uh, let's not be prejudiced. <laughs> Enjoy the brown noise as well. <laughs> Until next week, dear listener. Stay.
Gather together a selection of your favorite aggregates, some pots and pans, a bank of modular synthesizers, and a microphone. Next time on Project Moonbase, Mixing Concrete.